dancers, the midnight glancers, and the topless dancers, the can of free card back with speakers, the cheese from the 40s, and the chicks with beavers, the northern lights in the southern comfort, and it don't even matter if you say the bumpers, it's all good, and it's all in fun. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and a very happy Wednesday to each and every one of you. Welcome to the Morning Show with Jen Snow. My name is Shabrick, and I will be your hostess with the mostest. Holla! Holla! That's it. That's all I had. I'm that's like, all you got. Just like, that's that all I got the- for the morning show right now. I've, I've got this whole thing at night down, almost pat. <laughs> last night, we fucked it all up. I don't know what to do. Like, I couldn't get my words right last night. <laughs> but uh, this morning, we're better. Susan. D Baxter, Sharon, Andrea, good morning. I think I saw, um, who else did I see in here? Sarah, good morning. Uh, I think somebody else. Britt, Britt, good morning. Sharon, I think I got everybody that was in here for pregame chat. Good morning, you guys. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Jen. How are you, Jen? Jen, great. Happy hump day, guys. I saw that comment out there. Happy hump day. day. We got Little Wolf and Susan and Chad. Good morning. Oh, welcome. My week. It's the beginning of my week this week. This week, it's so <laughs> weird. I was off of the house, and I'm like, oh, it's like halfway through the week, and I'm only starting because I took I know. a couple extra days. We got snowed in. So, good morning, Mopar. Sarah's waving at us. I know. I feel kind of the same way. So we've got new flooring going in the house. We we had started this project, uh, or I'd started this project in the kids' room downstairs. I wanted to put new carpet in. They only had that square carpet. Yes. So I was like, we'll do it. And we started ripping up the carpet, and then I, I stepped back into the hallway, and all I felt was squish in the hallway. And I was like, and this was a few weeks ago, and I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> what, is go- what is going on? And I go into the bathroom, and because there's, so the kids' room is here, and then the bathroom is here. Yeah. And all, so it had like the tile, you know, like the hard clay tile. Mm-hmm. And I stepped on it, and water was coming up through. Oh, so, what the deal was, so the shower and the toilet, both underneath, apparently there were some cracks or something, or it wasn't sealed properly, and it was leaking all over the place. And it was, and it, apparently it had been doing this for probably a really long time. <clears throat> and nobody told us. And we never really, because we'd only lived, we've only lived here a couple months. And we never really noticed it, because we don't use the downstairs bathroom a, a ton. Yeah. Um, and... Surprise. But we had been using it up until that point quite a bit that week. And so we had to rip out. So it turned into this hole where we ripped out. the. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just do this. Just refloor the whole house. Fuck it. Go big or go home. Get That's right. Them. Let's just go big or go home. Like the upstairs smells like cat pee because, and it's not our cat. She don't pee on the floor. She, she values her life. She Perfect. does. Like I'll, I'll turn her into a coat. Like I cannot stand cat pee. Like don't, I catch peeing on anything. You're done. Like back to the pound. But they won't. But it, it uh, the people that have lived here before, they had a cat. And it just kind of peed everywhere. Um, so really, realistically, the whole house needed a thing. But so they've been doing it. And then we had to take the boys' bus. So we had to spend the night at the Holiday Inn. Not last night, but the night before. And then I was supposed to do a podcast that night with uh, the Sly Show. And mm-hmm. I get to, I'm like, well, I'll be at the Holiday Inn, but it's fine. Holiday Inns they have. Good morning, D. Ballsy Truth. Good morning. Um, they normally have like, you know, decent Wi-Fi, but, uh, this one, this one did not have decent Wi-Fi. I got to put my phone over here. Oh my God. I've never had uh, good Wi-Fi at any of the hotels. It's always like (laughs) frozen for 20 minutes and then you come back 
And you're like, oh, hey. That, and that was kind of the deal. And so I ended up having to text him. And we're going to, I forgot to go live on TikTok. And I wasn't going to, but we're going to do it this morning. But um, I was going to, I had to text him. Because once I brought everything, I got it all set up. And I went into StreamYard and I went to go check the broadcast. And just to see kind of what, and I was, I was doing just that. I was like, <clears throat> I was like, oh my God. And then I thought, well, I can use my phone. This will be fine. Yeah. I'll use my phone. And uh, so I, I got my phone set up and it was doing the same thing. And there was only like portions of the room where like I could even upload like stuff to Instagram or anything. Like I had to go and stand and, and it just, it wasn't going to work. So I had to cancel it. And, and I'm going to do that podcast with him next Saturday. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? That's what it was. Yep. I'm like, come yeah. on, post, post. I'm holding, like, I've got some of these memes. I'm like, I meant this meme is so good. And then nothing. It's <laughs> yeah. like timed out. We'll post when reconnected. Good yeah. morning. Well, good morning. I mean, good morning, everybody on TikTok. It's good to see you. We're live on YouTube. If you want to hear the other half of the conversation or you just get me. I know. <laughs> good to see you. So no, it was kind of like that, that week, this weekend. I was a little worried when we went up to the new house. It was okay because, you know, when you go and buy a house, you only get like an hour maybe at this house that you just decide to purchase, right? I'm like, I know. And then I'm you like, got to leave. Work. Like, you know, I'm outside and uh, we have this like cool ridge this little mountain ridge and I'm up to top and I'm like, Oh, I do have service. This is great. Right. So I ended up being able to work yesterday. Cause um, well, Monday, I mean, Monday, cause Monday we got snowed in and the roads got closed down to come back down to the coast. So it was kind of cool working in my new office. It was a little echoey, but you know, I can't wait to transform that when we do. So how much, how much snow did you guys actually get up there? Um, It was about half a foot, but I guess it was the first thing. That's oh, a lot. Bad. It was like the first you. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was that I much. Think I, like, I expected more. When we get, listen, so we're. I, I mean, and it's on the coast right now. Like, there's no snow. It's weird talking to it's Canadians noticed. sometimes. Because they're like, oh, it was just a foot or a foot and a half or a half a foot of snow. And now, in like here, and I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of cocky when it comes to winter driving and the winter living. Because like. We do. I mean, we'll we'll get snowstorms, but it's usually like when people are like, "Well, how much snow did you get?" Well, like four or five inches, and you're out here like, "Oh, it was about a foot. It's a foot. It's a boot. Six inches." <laughs> so I guess it was the first biggest like big snowfall, so everything was kind of chaotic, and they closed down the roads, and because of the flooding, there's only one highway open, so we ended up just staying an extra day. So, so was, well, good uh, good morning. So Britt says she's sorry she's late. Good morning. And good, good morning, morning, everybody Brent. on TikTok. Good morning, Brian. Yeah, hey, I was afraid I was going to be late this morning. I woke up. I'm like, what time is it? I know. Go. I, I did not want to get up. So we were live last night. We were live with um, Dylan. And it was a really good show. Last night's show was really good. He's just a sweet kid. And he's got big aspirations. He's got big plans. And, and I think he's going to go places. Like, And he's got this song. That's, how, that's why I asked him to come on in the first place. He's got this song that just... And music I is the first part of the show. So I have to go back and listen to it. You'll have to, you can go to his page on Instagram and find the video, but yeah. I'm, I like the interview of this music. Music is a huge passion of mine. And, and every now and again, you find this song, you get this song that where it's just like, it hits you, it hits you right in your heart, it hits you in your gut. Yeah. And you're like, and yeah. it was one of those songs. And so he came on and he was talking and, you know, they're going to go on tour and do the whole thing. And I'm like, if they come to Iowa, if they come anywhere near, uh, we'll definitely go. I think I'm going to go and, and we'll do some content and do the whole thing. But 
it was a good show, but it, it goes until like nine. And then I got to wind down after that for a while. And then I got to download the sound and, and upload it into the podcasts that mm-hmm. we've got now. And it just takes a while. And I got to bed a little later and then I didn't sleep. Like I didn't get to sleep till late. And so then by the time the alarm went off at five 30, I'm like, I wonder if she'd care if I cancel. Maybe I can do this from my bed. Like, do you guys care? Like, I'm laying in bed. Like, I sleep partially naked, though. I don't know if that would be a YouTube appropriate. Maybe TikTok appropriate. You just hold, hold the covers up and be like, oh, oh. good morning. Hey, hello, good morning. <laughs> Man, there's this trend going on on TikTok, Jen. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's with the ring light. You know, they yes, pull, I know. Yeah, I they get the ring light, and then they bring it down, and then they don't have a shirt on. And you know, okay, so and there are a lot of people that have done this, and I'm I'm actually really impressed. A lot of people have done this, and they've done it really well. Dank Wicked is one of them. I think he's done a couple, and he, I I just love him. We've had him on the show, but he's done a couple, and it, they do them really well. But I'm like, man, this is not like. I'd be like, yeah, get the fuck out of here! Like, this is not what we do here. Get out of here! Listen, nobody is taking their shirt off. That yeah, thoughts get. <laughs> um, it's still so, alive. That's right. Chris Smith on TikTok says he says don't or on TikTok. Chris says don't mind me. I'm here for the bad advice. So if you guys need advice, <laughs> that's what I tell me whenever I talk about the the morning shows with Jen Snow. We talk about we talk about mental health. We talk about meditation and healing and how to stay because there's a lot of shit going on and it's about right. to get worse. It's, um, oh yeah, it's already uh, starting. Like I don't know about you, but Christmas is. Um, I I can't even go there right now. I, no, we're not. I'm going to be the but, guy like 24th running. Just so we're clear, it's looking like that's going to be my year this year. It's going to, so you're, so did you, I did see quizzes. Yes, I did. Men's boxers and t-shirts. Yeah. Um, I did. I, so your content and my content are pretty different. We are, we're pretty political. We're pretty, um, mm-hmm. we're up the, against the establishment. You're on the kind of, now I'm not saying on the other side, as far as like you disagree, but like you're on the other side where it's more like, listen, you know, we need to heal. Let's heal ourselves and make sure that when shit does hit the fan, that we're solid, at least, you know, for other people, because people are going to need it. And this is why we started to work together. Um, but I feel like we are, uh, so we talked about the remodeling of our, our stuff, right? We're, we're putting on carpet and stuff, but we, we need some new doors and we need some different things. And we went yesterday. Good morning, Caitlin. It's good to see you. We went yesterday, um, to get some of the stuff and everything is back ordered like six to eight weeks. Oh. And this is dumb. Sh- like AstroTurf. I was getting AstroTurf to put on the deck for the dogs because yeah. they won't go out and this, you know what? It, it doesn't matter. My dogs, it doesn't matter, but I need Astro. Then AstroTurf's like six to eight. Everything is, there's no Christmas trees. Christmas trees oh. are hard to find. Um, it's, it's unreal right now. The back orders and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I hope I get my, my I'm going to get my nieces done because the things that I'm going to buy them are like pretty, hopefully pretty common in their little, like at little stores. Like I'm really focusing on, you know, supporting the little businesses that have really been hit hard throughout this last couple of years where mm-hmm. you know their businesses are basically being torn apart. So um, hopefully I'll get them done and the rest of us. Well, yeah, well, that's it. it that's comes, where it comes. And when it comes, it comes like it, you know. You know, Christmas isn't necessarily about us. It's about my nieces and nephews now, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's about my kids and me. So, and- my Christmas Amazon list, you guys, is listed in the description. <laughs> I actually, I'm wildly uncomfortable with gifts. I don't do. I'm. I'm. That is. Look not at the, the eyes are already big talking about it. I know. <gasps> 
I'm, I, I am. I'm like, I'm not, that's not my love language. Gifts is not, it makes me uncomfortable. Like I've, we've had this conversation before. Like, yeah. don't, yeah. you know, I have people that send me stuff all the time and I love it. And then I make sure to put it here as, as many places in the background as I can, you know, and display it. Cause I do, I love my people that send me stuff. Um, but as far as like, get, I, I don't know. I've just never been a gift getter. Like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't make me feel special. It makes me feel like now I owe you something. Good morning. And that's probably trauma. Do you know what? I actually, it can be the same way when it comes to gifts. I love to give gifts. I love to give the gifts that people don't expect, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I get, I get weird when I get, you know, people. Yeah. 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 And yeah. It's just because then I'm like, okay, did, you know, it's weird because I think I learned this from my family is like, you know, okay, did I, did I spend the same amount of money on you if you spent on me? Like, it's just, right. it's, are you guys, I don't keep score because I could care less. You give me a $2 gift and I'd be in it, you know, it's beautiful and I love it. Hallelujah. Right. But yeah, homemade gifts. Oh my God. Homemade gifts are so much fun. And that's kind homemade of like, gifts are the best. I'm not crafty. Um, I love, So I support the people who are crafty. I'm not going to lie. I do because my, I grew up in a household where my mom is super, super crafty. She's like amazing. And I just never got into it. So I support those people. That so, are. Um, oh, hold on it looks second. like I made them, but I don't take credit for them. So Kitten, uh, she says she fundraises and collects items for gifts for families of domestic violence. And this is, we've this is it. actually, yeah, we've done, so we've done this too. And this is the type <laughs> of, if I do give a gift, like you don't think you're going to get something that you want because I'm not going to do that. But like there's been Christmases before where like what like Mr. Shipwreck instead of like getting him something that he probably isn't going to wear, isn't going to use, probably doesn't like I've donated. Like we, I would go down to the pound. We got a pound um, for dogs yeah. and animals and I would donate, you know, a hundred dollars worth of treats, or I would sponsor a couple dogs that I think he would really like. And then they give you a little certificate and they give you a picture, you know, and then I would put that all together and then that would be his Christmas present. And I found that that was a lot more, that's that so, gave me that that I, feeling of the gift yeah. giving, but it still meant something to him too. And then in the end, it still did, you know, good things for the dogs. So yeah. Like, um, you know, at the, um, the barn that I used to work at, we used to, we'd sponsor a family every year. So we would collect donations and presents and, you know, basically what you need to make Christmas happen, we would collect that or we would provide it and then we'd go grocery shopping. And yeah, it was, honestly, that was one of the best things was being able to give that way because you knew that somebody who maybe wasn't in a financial position to even have turkey dinner or, you know, put some presents under the tree. You got to do that. And that, that to me is the Christmas, like that's part of the Christmas spirit. So, yeah. So the vanilla was over here on TikTok, and he's like, I don't know. What's going- I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, we go live on TikTok while I'm, people- while I'm live here on YouTube. And then we direct people over here if they want to join in the other half of the show. Um, and that's kind of how this works. And I've got mods on the TikTok, and they do the same thing. Cool. Or they ask they ask questions on TikTok because a lot of people can't get into YouTube. And mm-hmm. then we'll answer the question, and then I'll relay it back the best that I can. Cool. And that's kind of what we do. Actually, um, that's how I found you last night. I was like scrolling through TikTok after my uh, meditation class, and I'm like, oh, she's on. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I jumped over to YouTube. I was like, oh, that's wait a minute, that's that's shit. Yeah, that was. We were yeah. Last night's live was really good, and I think that. Yeah. I want to do like we need to do. I need. I'm. We do the lives that we do, and and it's really important that we do the lives that we do, and we talk about current events. We talk about the things that are going on, but it's also really important to be able to step outside of that, you know, a couple Absolutely. times a week and talk about other things. And this is why, 
like, so we do the morning show with Jen. We're doing it Wednesdays and now we've added Friday mornings too, which I know. And I love this. Like I absolutely love uh, our morning lives. And we talk about during these lives we talk about anything. If you want to talk about current events, we can. If you want to talk about, you know, your mental health, if you need advice, if you want to vent, you can come in here and do so. If you want us to tell jokes, I mean, I suppose we can figure that out. No, you don't want me to tell jokes. You really don't. Like it's an awkward, it's an awkward thing. And I don't know any jokes. I don't know any on the top of my head. I don't. I'm not that guy. I just, you know, it's like people, okay, I won't admit this and I'm admitting this and I feel kind of like, um, it's music. I love music, but I don't know the names of any songs. Like I, I could sing the words, but I couldn't tell you the name of the song. Oh, we've got a game. For and me. that's like, it's like, a, it's a song trivia game. It's on our Google. No, nobody's, and so it, it, it plays like the first, like 15 or 10, 15 seconds of the song. The song and yeah. then you got to guess the name and the artist. And I'm yes. actually really good at it. I'm I, like, I'm I'm like, you don't want me at trivia night when it comes to music. Cause I'd be like, I'll be bopping my head. So you don't you don't get to be on my team. I'm very competitive. You don't get you don't, to be on my team. I no. you know what? You don't want me on your team. I, I know I, you're not gonna you're not you're not gonna get it. I mean, I will entertain you with the dancing because I will chair dance the entire time, but when it comes to scoring points on the music trivia, I am not your guy. I I mean I and I'm competitive, so it just like eats away at me that I can't be that guy. So Rebel says she's good at it too. So Rebel's gonna be on my team. Thanks, Rebel. Rebel, Rebel and Shipwreck. Okay, and- so I need somebody on my team. So against Jen. <laughs> Come on. Jen, you're, you just want good. To- Ponytail holder. I got wet hair this morning because I, I got the bobble happening because, you know, it's morning hair. This is what it, it looks is. like morning people. Seriously. We look hot. <laughs> so, Jen, as we keep going, Jen, you've got a workshop going on. I got a workshop going on. Yes. Talk to me about that. And listen, all of Jen's stuff is listed in the description. So if you're interested in anything that she has to offer and I work with Jen, I can vouch for her. I'm hundred percent happy. If you, you know, if you want to talk to me first before you reach out, yes. Team rebel and shipwreck. Come on guys. Somebody wants to be on my team. Come on. No, no. No, the ringer is in the call in in our group here and the ringer is going to be on my team. Steve McCraw, Steve McCraw, he's on TikTok. I got him coming on too, I think next week. But Steve, he's going to be on your team. He's got, he's down with music trivia. So Steve, you're going to be on her team. You'll have to come over here to YouTube though. You can come bop bop with me. You can come bop with Jen. I'll bop with you and you can say the answers and then we'll win and we're like. So Rebel says she needs some serious help. So let's, let's segue. Let's, let's do the. Do, 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 the segue to the workshop. Talk to them about the workshop that you're doing, how they can get a hold of you. Does it cost okay. anything? Are you working with, like, what does this all look like? Okay, go. So this workshop. Go. Go. There's pressure go. now. All right. The workshop is on December 13th, and it's all about, I'm going to teach you step-by-step process how to guide yourself within. So most of us want to do this work. Most of us want to get started. Most of us want to, you know, be able to do some of it on our own and then be able to step in with somebody and move forward. And I've always believed that empowering you to be able to do this is a huge step forward in your own um, self-empowerment and, you know, really getting to know yourself. Like, you know, you meditate on your own, right? Most of us don't know how to meditate. Most of us don't know how to get into that space where we can be comfortable. So this workshop is going to teach you a step-by-step process and different steps at each junction and each part of it so that you can take what you like and put it into your daily routine. Plus, I'm also going to outline how to be successful in this. So most of us go, okay, you go, they say meditate for 10 minutes a day. Um, what do I do? 
You lay there and you clear your mind and then you let yourself float into the space. I always Look. picture it. So that's really quick. So this yeah. is how I do it. I'm fucking weird, but I don't care. You're not so weird. like when I oh. when I close my mind, so I I do the thing, and we're doing the breath thing. So I do that first. So I do the the deep breathing, the the, the yeah. Wim Hof breathing for about five or six minutes before, and I just kind of, and then I'm there, and I've I've still got things running through my head, and so then I take those things and I put them in boxes on shelves on either side of oh. me, and that's how I envision them. I'm like, okay, we're gonna put all this stuff in the boxes, yeah, and then I wait and I see what's left, and then I'm like, oh, there's this thing. Okay, we're gonna put it in this box, and then eventually you run out of things. And then you're just kind of there. And then it's like, okay, so then you just focus on being just kind of there and like the rise and the fall of your chest. And then eventually you start to just dip into that space. But and- most people can't do that. Most people are like, you know, twiddling thumbs, expecting something to happen. I know. So you're, you're going to teach them how to do that. I'm going to teach you a step-by-step process that I actually use that began my own healing journey. So this is stuff that I have, taken and I use every day for myself and taking these processes and showing you, okay, so we're going to do this first when you're at this point. Now we add this step and then we add this step and then we add this step. And then once you get to the seventh, eighth step, you're there. And this is right. where you're in your subconscious mind. You're in your, the landscape of your all knowing highest self where you have access to all information, wisdom, and, you know, understanding where you can begin your healing process. So Sarah, ask questions and then be open to receive those answers. So Sarah says she tries to meditate, but then if I watch a YouTube video, I end up falling asleep. And if I do it solo, squirrels come in loads. And I'm like, what the- so I get the squirrel. <laughs> like, why does my left boob hurt? What is going on over here? What is that noise? Like- yeah. So I'm going to teach you how to utilize that though. Like taking that stuff that distracts you and actually turning it into something that helps you go deeper. So the practice is going to bring everything else because mental, physical um, um, space distra- distraction is huge when it comes to getting us out of that space. And you know what? I, mm-hmm. I, I actually do. I do creep onto people's YouTubes and I do try their stuff. And I, you know, some of it I really like and some of it I, it does put, I have fallen asleep and that's actually really normal because you're getting relaxed. But when it comes to doing your self work, you got to get to a place where you can be that deep yet still be here aware mm-hmm. So that you can start asking the questions that you are ready to ask and learning to ask questions and then be open to receive those answers. So I'm going to take you through the whole process that you can use. It is, you can make it a 10 minute process. You can make it a 20 hour process. Each step is, you know, and different tools at every step. Cause sometimes some people like staircases, some people like floating up to the clouds. Some people like a rainbow, some people like a bridge, like, you know, we're going to talk about all these different things that you can utilize and you got to find which one works best for you. And then maximize that. So I do. My, so we talk about the space, like my space is a bridge and it's weird because it's like this bridge in, in space. So there's the like space, space, the stars. And then there's like a planet, almost like a Saturn. Yeah. So it's like a round orb. And then it's got the the rings around like Saturn. And then there's earth and then there's a bridge and that's where, and I don't really float. (laughs) I just kind of walk, like I walk up onto the bridge and there I am. And then I'm there and I just, and I wait and I, and then things usually like you, this is where like your intuition starts to come in. And yeah. like, it, if you, you know, like my guides, my guides will come in and we'll do the whole, like, okay, where are we at? How are we feeling? The healing thing. We're looking at things and then we go through it. So I had one other, um, so Nicole says meditation seems like controlled dissociation. And I suppose it is for a while, but the, yeah, what it is, but, it is. but the reason for that is, is because I think 
you have to disassociate from everything that's going on and everything that's going on in your life to be able to look at it perspective, like, like objectively, you're observing what's happening. You become the observer for a moment where you can see whether that stuff is happening right in your here and your now, or Mm -hmm. if it is something from your past or, you know, you living in your future, because those things take you out of balance. Most of us don't know how to be here to be in this moment fully and completely in the back of our minds. We're thinking about what we got to do next, or we're thinking about what happened yesterday and we're taking that space and we're going, no, I'm going to come back to center. I'm going to come back to home base and learning to be in home base allows you to, you know, witness, observe what's going on emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, and go, okay, this is where my imbalances are. So I'm going to step into that and heal that imbalance so that that, that part of you now comes back to home base, healed and full and complete and whole. And it's about being more whole. And when you learn how to do this, you know, learning how to do this in an everyday activity, you start to become more whole, but you also start to like open up and see what is really, what is holding you back or what is actually what you thought was holding you back. And then you can make choices, but it being in an observation kind of view, you have the ability to look at it in, with different um, lenses on, you look at it with a different point of view and it's not that you're not, you're, you're taking it and pushing it away for you forever. You know, a lot of that you can step into and go, okay, what now needs, what, what do I need for healing here? What right. do I need for change? But this is also, if you're wanting to manifest, if you're wanting to get, uh, you know, change your mindset around things, this is getting you into that space where you can start to drop those affirmations. You can start to drop those different belief systems and perceptions. You have access to the subconscious mind, which has access to all of your history, you know, past, present, and future, any life, right? So we're getting you into that space where you can maximize everything, whatever it is you choose to do in your your daily activity. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times when people like, and like, and I can only really speak from my experience and, and where I'm at right now with meditation, but I find so I meditate at least once a day, but there was a few weeks in here. This was, you know, a little while back where I was meditating three times where I was. No, no, I was meditating up to three times a day. I was doing it in the morning. I would do it in the afternoon. Then I would do it at night before I went to bed. But that is because I was so in my head about a lot of different things that were going on. And I was so emotional over just lots of things. And what meditating did for me was it I, when I shelved the things, right? Like I'm like, we'll put them on the shelves for right now. Cause I need a break. Like I need a break from worrying about this. I need a break from feeling sad. I need a break from feeling hopeless and, and, and dark. Like I, I need five fucking minutes to just be and, and be happy. You know, not even happy, but just be at peace. I need five minutes. I'm tired. And what happens though, is when you start to do that, you start to recognize that maybe some of the emotions that you're feeling around the events that you think caused the emotion didn't really cause the emotion. And so you got this event and you're like, I'm sad about this event. But when you shelve it and when you start kind of looking at it objectively, like you talked about, you're like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sad about this event, but it's because of something that happened 10 years ago. You see lying. You see, you see there's a path and you see the Mm -hmm. loop that you're in. Right. It's uh-huh. about unwinding those loops, those repetitive patterns, that cutting coming. those cords, like cut the shit out of them. Stop it. Like, well, I'm sad because because my, my friends. Right. I'm sad because I feel like my husband doesn't communicate with me. OK, are you really sad because he's not communicating with you or do you feel abandoned? OK, well, I feel like he's abandoning me. OK, then why do you feel like that? Well, because back when I was 20, 
you know, I had a kid and I was abandoned. Okay. But he's not really abandoning you. He's just got like, your husband's got shit going on. And this, so you're projecting what happened here onto that. You need to heal this. And so then you've got to go back and you got to go back into this situation and be like, listen, you know, whatever, whatever, you, whatever that looks like to you. To either to empower that younger you, you Correct. ask the younger you what she or he needs to heal and you process that, which then changes your, your, your present, right? You're unwinding your story. And it story really, it really yourself, does. You, like you, It works. It does. It, it does work. Because you go back and you unwind the story, then how you perceive the world and how you perceive yourself in that world begins to shift. Because our world is based on our experiences and our perceptions and our beliefs of that, that we've learned, that we've created, that we've experienced, right? So right. we bring that into every moment. And so when we can go back and shift the story, we can't change the past, but we can change how you carry the past and right. how the past carries your future and your present. And that's what this workshop is going to begin to teach you, giving you the first the first chunk of stuff, like the first steps to start to be able to do that on your like, you know, being able to do it on your own. And then like me, I do a lot of this work on my own. And then I, you know, when I get to a point where I'm like, okay, now I need to work with somebody. I, you know, I have a you know group of hypnotherapists that I'm like, hey, guys, this is what I need. Anybody open, anybody available can, you know, and then I become just the client. But I've learned and taught myself how to be my client and my therapist for most of the things that I need to shift. Just so, like you do it, right? Yeah. You become your own therapist and then you bookmark the things that are really big that you want to walk into with somebody else so that you can just re-experience, heal, and move forward from. So Sarah says she needs she needs to get out of the loops. And you really do. And you don't even recognize because you were so spun out and with everything that's going on. And there's some and there's some blame here. And I'm, I'm guilty of this as well. Like I would blame, I'd be like, no, I'm sad because this happens. I'm sad because this person did this to me. But the reality of it is, is that this person really didn't do anything to you. They just did a thing and you didn't like it. And now you're sad. And so it, it's probably not personal and maybe it is personal, but you have the power to not make it personal. Like you have the power to not take that on yeah, and not absolutely. to, not to feel sad about that. And it takes a while. Somebody else said it takes time. So Dee Baxter says, Sarah, it takes time. And it does. Yes. This has been. This is a process. This is a fucking process. Like it is. This has been months I've been doing this. And I am just now on kind of this, this uphill. No, down. I guess it would be downhill. Downhill slide with it where I'm feeling like a lot of the abandonment shit that I, I was carrying around and looping around and around and around with has kind of fallen off because I'm able to. Even, even in the moment, even when I'm not meditating, if something happens and I'm like, or like when, like when somebody leaves me on red, cause I used to bug the shit out of me and yeah. it would, and to the point where I'd like, I'd get a little pissed. I'd be like, so, you know, what's the deal? Like you, you can't, you're just gonna, but the reality of it is, is people are busy. And I, but I knew that I knew people are busy. I knew I was being illogical. I knew I was being irrational, but I couldn't help, but still feel it. So then we had to go back and fix that. And it was a lot of it was abandonment, -ish, like a, an abandonment from childhood, abandonment from early adulthood, abandonment from teenage. Like there was a lot of abandonment. Yeah. And once I went through and we screened a lot of this and then I did a lot of this on my own. Yeah. I can be left on red and be like. Because it's not <laughs> I'm going to go then. God. Yeah. Well, here it is. You've taken out your past perceptions, your past experience and your past beliefs and you've not brought them forward. So it changes your relationship with yourself and your family members, others. Hi, Sonia. Sonia! Good morning. She's late. Um, and 
this this workshop is teaching you the basics. So this is the basics. And when you get this down, we're going to move on to the, you know, okay, let's move backwards. Let's find this. Let's, you know, I have this whole plan. So that's what this whole workshop is like. Let's get the basics going. Let's get you in a place where, <clears throat> sorry, um, you can create the space to step out of your conscious mind and step into balance with your subconscious mind where you have access to everything and be there and learn to be comfortable there because that in the beginning can be uncomfortable and it can be weird because you're like, well, nothing's happening. Maybe nothing's meant to happen. Maybe you're just meant to sit there and just allow the experience to unfold itself without you trying to control the experience. So we're going to control how you get there. But once you're there, learning to just be there and allow your subconscious mind to be in connection with you and be a part of your journey and get familiar with that landscape of your highest self of your subconscious mind of that connection between self source and soul and just be in that space. And once you get comfortable and it's boring to be there, then we begin the healing process where we begin to ask questions. We ask your subconscious mind to show you what you need healing, what's coming forward. And we start to expand from there. So the workshop is the basic steps to get you there so that you can do this every day. So it becomes boring because that's the whole point. Once you're bored, we can move on to the next step because it's so easy for you to get there. You're now there all the time when you need to be, want to be, and choose to be. And this is where, you know, the whole world's free will comes into play. This is where you can start to find out what you want to work on or, you know, start asking your inner mind, your inner self questions. And you can choose to shift it or you can choose to leave it. That's the power of all, right? That is. So, and so this is really, this is actually a really important a really important part as well that you have to sit with it. And this is something I struggled yeah. with. And I didn't get it because I'm like, okay, like I'm here. I know what it is. I know what's causing it. Let's just heal it. Let's heal it. And let's go. Let's go. Come on. I got shit to do. Like, I want to, I don't want to feel like this anymore. Let's just, but it doesn't work that way. You got to sit down in your stand up shower and you got to, you got to cry those big painful tears of like grief. <laughs> like it's, sometimes it's, that's it, all it is though, is you need to cry. Grief. Like, you gotta, I, you, you gotta cry and you gotta, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, I, I was abused and I thought I had dealt with that when I was in like, you know, my early twenties, I, you know, did everything. I processed it, but I did a hypnotherapy session on my weight because weight has been a big issue with me. I fluctuate. I can yep. you know, be a size six to a size 14 in days. Yep. And so, um, when I went in and did that session with my, um, my teacher from school, actually, um, I went back to when I was being abused and when I got there, I was really confused because I didn't really like, I was like, I've already healed this. Like, this is crazy. What I realized though, is that I never cried. I never cried when it happened. I never cried during the process of me coming out. I never cried through the court case. I never cried any, like I never shed a tear because everybody else around me was crying. So my body and my mind and my emotional body needed to ball. And when I say ball, I ugly cried. Ugly like, cried. Ugly, yeah. And I cried in front of people and I've gotten better at that. But before, at that time in my life, I would have bit my lip till it bled before I cried in front of anybody. Um, yeah. And I just cried. And that's all I needed. I came out of that crying and which felt like 20 minutes to me, it was two. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm done. Let's go. Come bring yeah. me out. Like I was just, that was the only thing I needed. And sometimes that's what you just need to do to process, to shed what it is in your cells and in your mem cell memory and just to release it. And you know what? I've never, 
I can talk about that openly now and there's no emotional pang for me. It's just pure, like this was my experience. I wouldn't change it. It made me who I am today, but I don't want to go back and relive it, but I'm at peace with it. And that was all I needed left to find the peace. Michelle Thorne on TikTok. She says, amazing. She's been crying all morning. Stone Bryson, thank you so much. I love hey, you. Stone. Stone says good, good morning. morning. Um, I know the earlier start time. We're trying to catch people before they go to work. But um, so Michelle says she was crying all morning. And I've never cried. Like, I've never been a crier. <laughs> this has not never been my thing. I haven't cried ever until I started this whole thing. Like, from the beginning. Like, from the beginning. When I started with Joey, then I'm working with you and, and, and mm-hmm. now, and it, even with like early on, I would, I'd fight it. Like, like, cause a lot of times I'm live, like when this happens, because we were the, the idea of this and, and the, the agreement was that I would do this very publicly. And that was kind of my purpose with this journey was yeah. that I was, I was to do this very publicly to, to open up space and, and allow people to do it as well to be like fucking a ships out here just like smacking trolls and then she's turn around she's balling <laughs> like i got ball and deck you at the same time shut up but hold on one second faye faye good morning thank you for the super sticker i love you. thanks okay good morning um but you do like and i've never and now so now and whenever i felt the urge to cry i fought it i fought it and i fought it or i would like I bit my lip and yeah. made my lip bleed to not cry in public because I was taught that when I was you little, you didn't cry in public. Right. Don't cry in public. Like my kids. And it's so weird because I'm raising my kids completely different. Like if they're mm-hmm. crying, I let them like cry it out, you know, but you know, we're going to do it. We're going to go over here. And and so we're not being stared at because you know people will be like, why is that kid? Cry? Like, I'm, I don't want it to be like a thing for you, but I will, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, cry it out. Yeah. Fucking. Cry it out. Let it out because crying, crying, crying is crying. You're shedding yep. cell memory of what emotion was so buried so deep or what you're feeling so deeply. And you're starting to express it from your body. You're starting to release it from your aura. You're starting to release it from your being. And, you know, um, even if I wouldn't cry, if you were crying with me, I would hold, I would hold space for you. Like I never, it was no judgment. It was just, mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Right. So D Joris, she says, what if you don't, or you don't think you have any trauma? Well, so like trauma, every trauma is individual. Everybody asks me, you know, and I ask this on my health question, you know, do you have any trauma that you want to discuss? Um, and people look at me, well, what, what's, what do you consider trauma? It's not what I consider trauma. It's what you consider trauma. Mm -hmm. And something, something that could have happened to you as a child. Go explore within like, you know, doing this isn't just because you have trauma. If you, you know, I didn't start meditating because I had trauma. I meditated because I wanted to see what was out there that I couldn't see in front of my face. I meditate because I wanted to connect with my guides. And, you know, I work with, when I was working with animals, it gave me a deeper connection with them. So my reasoning for like starting my whole journey within when I was younger had nothing to do with healing because I didn't think I needed any healing at that time. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I, you know, I dealt with some of my past and I had moved forward and I felt great. Like, you know what I mean? Um, So just, you don't just do this because of trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, this could show you, you know, some people do this for their life purpose. Some people do this to connect with themselves on a deeper level to see, like I said, see what's out there that you're not seeing what's in front, you know, that you don't see now. Like, I mean, I've seen extraterrestrial life come forward and have these moments or I've seen like the rainbow bridge, something that I use is something I saw and I experienced on my own self is stepping into the bands of light. Like, 
um, when I started doing Reiki, I became a Reiki master. And part of that, you know, channeling that healing energy in that zone of healing is, you know, learning to meditate and quiet the world around you and be here in this flow. So Mm -hmm. you know, why you would do this doesn't always have to do with, you know, having to heal a specific something. It could be just exploration of self and the world around you and the world beyond you. So, and trauma doesn't look the same. Something, just because something was traumatic to you and was not to them doesn't make it any less valid. No, like, it's and exactly. not, and not everybody, useful. yeah, and not everybody had shit childhood, you guys. Like, apparently, you know, like I'm finding, I'm finding this out too, kind of. And it's kind of because I think, because I'm so into this right now, I just think it's normal. We've talked about this. There's Kay Ledger. Hey, yeah, yeah, good morning. It's good to see you. Thanks for being here. Um, I think that. I, so I'm generation X and like, I talked to a lot of people from this generation. It, it's, it's odd for me because it's like, I feel like we all have this trauma, right? And this is kind of what we do. But then I talked to some other people and they have very normal, healthy, and I didn't even think that shit existed. Like, how do you not have, how did you not have anything as a child? That There are tons, there are tons of people like that. Some yeah. people, so this is where she, like what she said, this is where that comes in. And when I started this, initially I started this because I wanted to learn how to meditate I wanted to learn how to meditate because I was constantly like running, 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 running. I wasn't sleeping. And I thought at the time that it had everything to do with what was going on. And for some people, it might. There is a lot of stuff going on. And a lot of you who follow me and a lot of you who subscribe to the channel, a lot of you who come with me every day, all day and do the content, you know, like, you know, there's all of this crap going, like this stuff and we're covering it all and we're doing this stuff. And a lot of times this is more about that can be traumatic. Like it doesn't have to be a past or another life or anything like that. Maybe it's what's happening right fucking now. And you need to be able to work through that and process it. And the process is essentially the same. You still got to go in. You still got to be like, okay, why do I feel this way? Why I feel this way? Because this and this happened. Now, why do I feel that way? Because I'm letting this person or this, this circumstance have that kind of power over me. And then once you kind of realize that you're like, well, no, it doesn't have that kind of power. Like it's Meditation not all this, it's not a big deal. Rest. Like for literally for nothing but deep, deep rest. Do you know so, what EMDR is? Um, I haven't done EMDR, but I have looked at like, I, you know, I, um, my girlfriend does do it. We were going to book a session, but um, uh, I don't know. You about know, this, I don't know what any of this is. Post-traumatic stress. Yeah, it does. You know, meditation can be anywhere from physical symptoms to spiritual, like spirituality. Like there's no, there's no box that self-hypnosis meditation is put in. It can access everything. And your reason for learning and doing is strictly your reason. Um, Like I said, I never started this because I thought I needed like to heal stuff. I just ended up like, you know, being put into a place where I did need to heal stuff and I was able to utilize that. Mm -hmm. But um, if you're meditating, it's just because you want to, you know, take out that stress in your shoulder or that body tension, you can use it for that. Like it is really the most universal thing in the world. Um, So it's reprogramming. You're You're reprogramming your mindset. You're reprogramming you know, your thought patterns, you're accessing a whole other world that is within you and around you um, and doesn't exist above you or below you exists right here. And it helps you see, and it helps you see things differently. Yeah. That's been the biggest shift for me is like, cause I, I, we were constantly in fight or flight. It, 
and usually it was fight. Like we were constantly in fight. Mm-hmm. And to be able to step outside of that and to it's look actually- at it, and, and it also gave me a lot more compassion. Good morning, Terry. It's good to see you. Um, it, it, I, all of a sudden, instead of having all this anger that I had, not even anger, but it was just like annoyance, like what the comments on, on the TikTok, some of these people that would come in and make these comments and just be really shitty projecting. I was able to have more compassion for not them and on, not absorb yeah, it. And I, and I did, yeah. I didn't absorb it. Like, I'm like, geez, you know, that's a really like out of the blue, really not necessary mean comment. Like what, like what is going on with you that you felt the need to come in and, and say something like, because uh, there's and there's nothing out here I literally post that's like that. Like, it shouldn't rattle you at this point to your bones. But some of these comments have just been terrible. And then same thing with people in my everyday life. Like, it's in the people that I talk to and the relationships that I have and the people in my little circle. It's like, I, I don't, I have so much more compassion for them than I did before. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not feeling this constant need to run and push not them away. Right. Scene direction like getting out of fight or flight getting back into that parasympathetic sympathetic nervous state is you're getting back to here but when you're constantly on the go when you're constantly moving um it's exhausting i don't know that's how i find it when i'm constantly worried stressed or you know trying to figure things out and i don't take time to download what the information so here's the other side of it is you know self-hypnosis when you're learning something or if you're at work and you take you know, especially the, the process, the steps, and you get into that space where you can download the information that you need to recall and retain, and then you can go on with your day. That is a refresher that your brain, your mind needs that time. Like, you know, when you daydream or you kind of zone out, that is your mind taking its break. Well, now you're, instead of your mind just doing it randomly, i.e. when you drive or, yeah. you know, when you're at work or you're watching TV or you're reading a book, you're now making a conscious effort to download the information you need to retain and recall easily and quickly mm-hmm. where before you just get brain overload. Like that could be your very reason for doing it, but that keeps mm-hmm. you in a fight or flight mode. It keeps you in stress mode. It keeps you ramped up. And sometimes you just need to come here, reset, refresh and go again. So, and you know, I have a lot of people that ask, they're like, well, what does this have to do with everything? That's because like I said, our, you know, this is our content. What does this have to do with everything that's going on in our country, everything that's going on in our world? And it's exactly that. It is exactly that. You can't see all of the things going on and you can't make an informed decision as to what you believe and what you don't believe unless you are good up here, unless you are clear up here. Okay. Because that's, you need to come down out of, out of your, your state of, of, of anger and division and whatever your, your them versus us versus the elite versus the establishment. They're just trying to get us. You need to step out of that for five minutes and look at it and be like, you know what? I mean, it matters, but it it doesn't, it doesn't need to keep you in that state because the, the that's what the government, like, that's exactly, that is exactly what they've designed this to do to keep you in that fight or flight, to keep you amped up, to keep you anxious. Because what that does is it causes inflammation. And then what that does is it makes you sick. Okay. And then now you got this whole nation that's locked down and whatever. And now on top of it, they're sick. So then you got to go to the doctor. Then you got to deal with big pharma. Then you, that's how it's all connected because it's if you can get hypnosis, really, if you can get like, right up here. You don't, we don't play that game anymore. And then you know, they're done. When the, when this whole thing first went down, when everything two years ago was coming down the pipeline, 
I got, I even got caught with watching the news and like, you know, what was happening. And I realized I'm like, you know, within two or three days, I was like, yeah, no, I need to take myself out of this. But I had to meditate. I had to dehypnotize myself in that fear state of, oh my God, the world, we're all dying. Mm-hmm. And recenter and re-step into myself and see, okay, what does this mean for me? How is this going to, you know what I mean? Like I was able to get out of this <gasps> fight or flight, hide, gather, you know, let's like get ready to move into the bushes and not never see civilization again kind of place where mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what can I do to support? And I actually took myself out of it and then began to figure out ways that I could support um, the people around me, the people that, you know, like, you know, with meditation classes and stuff, how can I help people stay a little more at ease in who they are, you know, find their ground, find their home base, find their center and come back to base, come back here and then see and observe what's going on and then make, you know, decisions. So I had to, you know, we can all get into that space. We all have it, Mm -hmm. but we have the tools to take yourself out of that space. You realize whether that space is your reality or if it's a reality out here that you can look at and decide whether or not you want to dip your toe into or not. So the wicked wolf is on my TikTok and he says good morning Hello. and he sends kissy face. So Andrea Cooper says, I'm so exhausted and overwhelmed right now between work and family stuff. She's about to lose us. So if like Andrea, this might be a good opportunity for you to do the workshop. How do they get a hold of you to sign up for this workshop that you've got? So um, you can either send me a private message on Instagram or you can go to my website, bloodedconnections.com and Down the workshop is there. The sign up link is there and you just sign up at the link there. You fill in your information. The workshop is um, $222 and it is on the two, two, two. Hour. Yes. I picked that on purpose because I kept seeing 222 every day. So I was like, yeah, there it is. Um, yeah, I do. I see like, I get number information all the time and, um, it's a three hour workshop. We're going to play. So it's three hours. It's going to be intense. And then I'm going to send you a 60 minute recording on top of that and little recordings of the steps. So and Faye, so Faye makes a really good point too. So she says the Maxwell case has brought forth a lot of my trauma and I thought I had dealt with, and it has. So if you're not following the Maxwell case, she was the child trafficker. Um, so you, yeah, you kind of know, but it is. And I got a lot of people in my DMs, this is bringing up old traumas for them that well, they thought trigger, they healed right? or they, yeah, it's a trigger. And so I got to, so Faye, let's talk about this for a minute because, okay, so that's happening and you have, you know, we got to see it. We got to, we got to follow it because that that's accountability. But this is part of this is is to do exactly that, too, because they want everybody triggered and their their old trauma coming up because then people can't make decisions because they're making decisions based on their from trauma the from, from the, the trigger, trigger, from the trauma. So, so what is your trigger and what needs healing around the trigger? So that's one thing we do is you got to hi, Wolf. There you he is. Like heal the triggers as much as the actual event. Right. Because those triggers also need healing. Mm hmm. Yes, and if you go in, it's very interesting. It is. We're like onions, always peeling layers, and there's yes, always another. Layer. You know what? I'm, I'm going to tell you though. I'm kind of enjoying the sweet spot that I've been in. I've had a rough couple of days, but as far as like emotionally, I feel like I'm in this kind of sweet spot where I'm not swayed by one thing or another at this you're, point. You're you're in neutral, like, and neutral yeah. you don't feel, but neutral means that you're not being torn apart or you know moving neutral is a great place. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not that you don't feel you feel, but you're not in those emotions 24 seven. And, and you're not, and you're not swayed by them either. You're like, Oh, yeah. you know what? That's, yes. that's and the goal, right? The you goal. know, you do this work. You're never, I'm not saying you'll never feel again. The whole point is you'll be able to feel process and then decide whether you want to stay in those fields or those fields you can move from. You're not going to be stuck in them because of past programming, past 
trauma, past mm-hmm. events, past experiences, past belief sessions, belief systems. You know what? We're all going to feel, but it's not getting stuck in the fields that don't bring you up. Mm-hmm. That is, this is, oh, this, I mean, this is I'm also not- where like the compassion comes in at too, because once mm-hmm. you understand this for yourself, and you understand that you're you're reacting to a situation or to news or to a person because of the trauma that you have, which it's why I get, it's why we're we're following the guest. Like I've got a lot of childhood uh, yeah. sexual trauma, that kind of stuff. So, and uh, but I'm able to talk about it. Like I've I've healed it. Like I don't I yeah. don't feel like there's anything really left from it that needs to because I can talk about it and I can follow the case and I cannot get so in my head about it. But I don't even remember where the hell I was going with this now. Help me. Take me back to the beginning. Take you back. Take you back. There's a song. So we're talking about like the process of being an emotion and feeling emotion, but not being stuck in emotion. Right. And you're able, yeah, you're able to, because oh, the compassion. So you just, so do you have compassion, compassion for yourself? Because once you realize it for yourself, you start to realize it for other people and you're like, okay. And it's, it's almost automatic. It's almost like you, you've done the work, you've healed yourself. And then you see something that a month or two months ago would have triggered the shit out of you. And you would have just got oh, that fucking dick. But you Jackie. don't because you're like, well, I remember feeling that way. Yeah. Like, geez, I wonder what's going on. And then you, you do, you look at things different and you're like, you know what? I don't even think you're worth it. Like, I'm sorry for whatever you got. You don't even have to say anything, but you can have that conversation in your mind. Like, geez, I'm sorry for whatever they're going through to felt, to make them feel like they needed to come in and, and, and say these terrible things or do these, you know, and it helps you forgive. You don't have to forget. You don't have to to rebuild that bridge. Mm-hmm. But you got. And this is where you're not like carrying the bridge anymore. The bridge you're not is carrying. Down. Yeah, it's not the heaviness on your shoulders that keeps you from moving forward into your own light. Right. I mean, and you know, and I saw this comment here in the comments. Is and I agree. Like you heal yourself. And you heal the world. Heal the world because yes, you're not in that space anymore. Guess what? Your ripple effect is doing this. And you might be inspiring people and helping people that you don't even know. Like when you walk by people, your energy is infectious. You know, either you can hold, you know, that saying misery loves company. Well, that energy is infectious too, because people, you know, it resonates. But when you heal, you start to do this. Well, people want that, right? People Mm -hmm. start coming to, to be around you and they're like, hey, because you make them feel good. Well, it inspires them to maybe look at how they can make themselves feel good. And but then you better you better learn how to put up some solid fucking boundaries to people. Yes, boundaries. Life. I'm not talking about <laughs> being the guy who gives away your energy. I'm being the guy who stands in your own light and stands in your own power and emanates it so that others can begin to believe that they can do it too. I'm yep. not, I'm not talking about giving it away. Don't you give your power away. You're not meant to give your power away. You right. want to channel, you want to do energy that comes from source. you channel that energy through you? You let source move through you. But when it comes to your light, stand in your light, own it and let yourself shine and figure out how to get yourself to shine so brightly that you inspire other people to find their own way to shine bright as bright so that so, we all begin to glow. Sarah says, we all glow, the world changes. Sarah says, what happens if you come to a different level of life and it ends up coming to a divorced family? So the best advice that I got from the very beginning of this whole thing, Sarah, is not everybody gets to come, choose you, and do it anyway. That's the best. Change happens. Um, yeah. As you change things, that that is something very real that can happen. You, you may not see the world. You may not resonate. 
the way you once did. Um, and again, that's a choice, though. This is where the free will comes in. You can choose to move or you can choose to stay. But at least, you know, you know that you've made that choice. Um, and it, it can. I've, I've lost a lot of people in my life as well um, because of choices to for myself to heal, to become the person that I have, I believe I've been meant to be and to step into myself. And it was hard and it was painful. Um but, you know, some of the people have come back because they were able to do their own, like they went on their own journey and some of them never will never come back. And I, you know, I found peace in that because of who I am and who I am today is who I believe, like I said, I was meant to be. And those people can your people, your people find you. You won't be alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you make space and it's hard. And I understand that. And I understand that it's, um, that's a big, big, big thing as you change your life may change with you. I love that. That was, yeah, that was big. That was big. And it's still a big deal because we're still like relationships are still changing. Yeah. Um, I know. And I think a lot of times for the better too, like, you know, cause sometimes they change too. Sometimes they grow into their own selves and then you come back and you're like, you know what? But it is, but it's not sad. Like it's not. And that's the best case scenario for this kind of thing. Like you both do your own growth and you both do your own healing. And then when you come back, you realize that, Maybe you were, you were friends or you were together out of, because you were, you know, you had all these past traumas and you resonated with that together. And then when you heal it and then you come back and you realize maybe you're not, you could still be, you know, friends or whatever, but it's very cordial and there's no like hurt feelings and you just go and that's it. Double N Glenn, good morning. And that's what's happened. A lot of the people that I spent a lot of my younger years with, I mean, they have these fabulous lives. But we're just, and, and, and I, I'm so happy for them. Um, I love the, and I still love them. I still send them love, but mm-hmm. we're not in the same place anymore. We're not in the same place anymore. And that's okay because what I want to talk about is very different than what they want to talk about. How I want to live is very different than how they want to live. And that's okay, but I can still appreciate them and I can still honor them. And, you know, I, I there's no hard feelings. When it first happened, I was very sad. I was very hurt. I felt very alone and very, you know, like maybe standing up on this little mountain, I should just tumble back down and, you know, where it was comfortable because change is uncomfortable. Yes. Do not go back. You're going to want to. No. Oh God, I, you're going to want to go back. But do not go now, back. I'm in a different phase of things in my life shifting. And I had to step back and, you know, sit with that for a little while because I know that as I move forward, things, you know, relationships are going to shift. And, and you got a- us. I mean, you got exactly. us. So if, we, if this all falls apart, Okay. And you're like standing on your mountain alone. You're like, fuck, I feel like myself. Like I'm, I feel like I'm living the life that I'm supposed to live. I feel really good. I I'm, I'm ready to have these conversations, like talk to people about Mm -hmm. stuff I want to talk about, but nobody else around you gets it or they don't want to, or you make them uncomfortable, which is what happened here a lot that I make people uncomfortable now. That's okay. Because every Wednesday morning and Friday morning, you could come talk to Jen and I, and I'm live like every fucking night. You can come talk to me. I'll talk to you. I don't care who I got on. If you come in here and be like, shit, remember that one time you talked on the show about how, like, I'm alone. And I'll be like, you know what? Let's do it. I'll put whoever I got on on hold for a second, and we'll have a conversation if you need to. With that, I think I'm going to wrap this live up. Jen, leave them with some final thoughts. Those of you on TikTok, love your faces. We'll see you again. Learning to go within expands every part of you if you want it. And if you learn to go within and you choose that you don't want to expand in that direction, you can choose not to. The choice is yours. But give yourself that choice. Give yourself the opportunity 
because that opportunity may open doors that you've never expected. And you're not yes. alone as you do it. We've all been doing it. That's so good. You should write a book. We should write a book, Jen. I've tried. And then I'm like, I don't know how to write a book. But I don't either. I don't either. I barely know how to read them. <laughs> There's all right. I don't know. We are an audio book. Like we're like, exactly. every Wednesday and Friday mornings, check in for Jen and Ship's audio book. We are an audio book. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for coming out today. I love your faces. We are off tonight, but we are going to be live tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time with Bro Kitch, who is just fantastic. And so be on the lookout for that. Other than that, tell your mama says hi, watch out for deer, and keep her moving. Goodbye, you guys. You think it's so fucking